In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to, to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name, my name. is... <laughs> Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a... A feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. All right, we're live, sitting in South Florida. Jesse, my favorite storyteller. You say that to all your girls, don't you? Yep, I do, I do. And uh, you're my biggest storyteller, by far. Physically bigger, yes. Physically, you know, drama-wise. I have a lot of sass packed in this little body. <laughs> a lot of sass pick, p- packed into a six-foot-five, 230-pound body? 55, 255, but who's 255, counting? who's counting, exactly. I, I thought you were trimmer and slimmer than... I used to be 275. Okay. Uh, what people don't realize is... This is almost what we promised is a little behind the scenes stuff. You know, people want to hear what happens behind the scenes with Blood Origins. And when they don't, you know, they don't get to be on a site with us. They don't get to be here. You know, what we're trying to do here is film a non-hunter becoming a hunter. They don't get to see the interaction between you and I. Essentially, only people that get to meet us get to see the marital relationship that is Jesse Phillips and Robbie Kroger. It's pretty just unsettling to watch, I'm sure. But why would like you say it's unsettling? Well, it's just like an old married couple that absolutely hates each other but can't get rid of each other. That's right. That's basically what it is. I let you sleep all the way down here. You did. You did. You also fed me well. Yep. I also uh, killed more hogs than you this morning. You did. You did. But again, can you hear me properly? I can hear you. I don't know why I can't hear myself properly. Check. There we go. That's better. That's much better. Um, yeah, you did kill more hogs than me this morning because I let you. Like, what would, what kind of host would I be if I didn't let you kill things? Gonna keep that one to myself. 
What did you shoot this morning? A five six five? Mm-hmm. Over my head. Five five six, but yeah. Sorry, five five six. Yeah. What well, well you wouldn't shoot. You you had them in the sights, and I waited and waited and waited. I, didn't and I was have like, them they're going the to get away if I don't smoke them at a hundred yards running Such full a speed. Liar. Such a liar. See, Roll this those is, little piglets. This right is what over. I'm talking about. And I killed them. I did not harvest them. <laughs> did not harvest. Oh, you're hilarious. I killed them. Absolutely. That's what we do. We kill things. We kill things. But it was very interesting to hear from Fred last night about the cough crop. No, I, and I understand why, why people use the word harvest. I get that. But I haven't formed my opinion yet. My gut tells me. I don't like to pretty up something that doesn't, that, I don't want to be deceptive. If we kill an animal, we can respect it. We can respect the kill. Correct. Changing the verbiage to harvest or harvest, as the Australians say, like you. <laughs> to me, it just feels a little bit uh, maybe disingenuous. Sure. To me. Because sure. to me, the kill is part of it. And, and, and it's... Um, doesn't mean it's the. I don't think it needs to be prettied up. That's just me. Right. So when I hear people use harvest, or I don't mind people using harvest, it's when they say don't use kill. It's like, well, that's kind of what we're doing. Like, we don't. Right. So I haven't formed. I understand both sides. Yeah. Um, but so, I killed those pigs this morning. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Hopefully, I'll get an opportunity here in the next couple of days. Um, so we are filming Mandy Thomas. She's a non hunter. Currently, she's going to become a hunter, hopefully, in the next couple of days. With um, a bow. With a bow. She has decided that she's going to take it with a bow the first time she kills something. Not with a rifle. We do have rifles here with us in case we get to the last day. But honestly, I think she will be the kind of person that says, no, I'm not going to take up a rifle just for the sake of being able to stretch out a little bit more to kill something. I, I don't know it very well, obviously, but. My gut is saying that she wouldn't. Might be an awkward podcast if she does that in two days, but maybe. But but then I didn't, you know, didn't get the right feel then from her. I like it. I like it. What do you think? You've just met her for I just five her. minutes. Um, she does seem like the type that's going to want to do it the way she intended. But also, like she's she wants to kill for the first time. She wants to harvest for the first time. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if. I don't know. That's a good observation. We'll see if you're right or not. I will remind you if you're not. I'm sure you will. All the way home. All the way home. That's right. The, um, so we're going to hunt with her tonight. We're going to hunt tomorrow. Probably two sits tomorrow. And then we've just got to figure out when the interview happens with her. Um, I've already done all the prepping. I've done all the seed planting like I typically do. Um... We found the coolest little cabin in the woods, in the swamp we're going to use. That's yeah, it's going to be an epic, yeah. epic place. And I was even thinking, it made. I don't think we'll be able to do it. We've got lights and stuff, maybe freaking ridiculous at night, but I think mosquitoes are also going to be ridiculous and there's at no, night. And there's no power out there. Oh, true. Yeah, can't run lights without power. That's why I bring you along, the brains of the operation. I am very smart. Well, at least that's what my mother told me. Yeah, I don't have yet what I'm going to ask her to start with. I don't remember what I said to Jonathan. I think maybe I, I, Jonathan was tied to, you don't look like your typical hunter. Um, it may just be natural. It may just be something like, 
you know, why she decided. Maybe just start with the biggest question. Like, why make this transition? Like, perfectly fine being a non-hunter. Why, you know, decide to take this leap into being a hunter? Mm-hmm. Well, we have a beautiful place for her to start. I didn't know South Florida could be this gorgeous. Yeah, we were driving through swamps this morning and big old buggy and quail mobile. Yeah. So a bunch of red stags. So she's going to be able to shoot either a red stag, axis, or psyca, hinds, and does, as well as hogs. Um, and it's a high fence and it's, you know, it's on a feeder, which is completely legal. And, you know, it's not inappropriate for someone to do that as their first kill either. What do you think? I don't think so at all. That's very ethical. Yep. Might not be what everybody chooses. Might not be what I would choose, but I'm excited for her. Everybody's got to start somewhere. That's right. No, I'm excited for her too. Um, I always get nervous, you know that, right? I always get like, I, cause I don't, because I want to be in control, and I am in zero control at this point. You are one of the most worrisome people I've ever met. My mother. My mother's freaking worries you carry about it in everything. Your, do you carry it in your head or your gut or your chest? I think it's my chest. I don't get sick to my stomach with worry. Um, it's also a lot of my head, I would say. Um, I do worry about a lot of stuff. I know that is one of my faults. I know I get anxious a lot. Um, one of my favorite books, by the way, is Anxious for Nothing. With the, you, know, <laughs> you should read that a few more times. Matthew 6.26, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah I probably need to read that on a weekly but basis. But the, 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 the reason, the reasonings, when you uh, are stressed out and worried and that's what makes good uh, storytelling. Right. If you're just relaxed and chill and just like, right. now nah, we got this. For me, every time I go to tell a story the same, I'm always nervous. Right. Nerves, I don't know if ner- nerves is the word. It's just, it's not, it's, I am not chill. <laughs> Inside, I'm like, I, I, this has to be perfect every time. It doesn't right. matter what the story is. Right. And that's me. You know, I'm, I'm a. The best feeling is when it's over and we know correct. we got it. And we then are. we can relax. Correct. Unwind. Yeah. It's. Uh, that is the best feeling. Once you know you've got it and you've done the interview and you knew it was a freaking bombshell of an interview. We've had a lot of those. Really. And these journeys are even more because we have, we have the hunt that needs to be successful for the story to be what we want it to be. But even if we don't So what if get she doesn't kill? kill? Her story will be different, but it, it, it'll, be, it'll be a good story still. Correct. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yes, there's pressure, even though I told her there's no pressure. There's always pressure. There's always pressure, but, and I, you know, that's a funny thing when it comes to hunting is that I don't know, maybe I'm just again speaking for myself and how I operate mentally. There's always pressure when I go hunting. Maybe not just the classic like, oh, it's white deer season and I'm going out to the stand to sit. There's no pressure there. But whenever you pay for like a tag, right, and you're, putting this adventure together. Say a bear hunt in Maine. <laughs> yeah, God. Or, or five bear hunts in Maine. <laughs> oh, man. I shouldn't have brought it up. Sorry. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But yes, even Maine, bear hunting. Yes, now there's certainly a pressure in Maine. How but many times have you been to Maine without Three, Jesse. Three. 
Three. Who did you take last time? You. And who killed on day four? You. Within an hour. Of being you. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. I've never been on a bear hunt until that one. Nope. It's just one short, of those. It was a short hour bear hunt. Yeah, one of those lucky hunters, I guess. I like to call it skilled and blessed. <laughs> skilled and blessed. Well, pass some of that blessings over here, my friend, because I, I won't lie. need it from As a, a bear kid, perspective. I had the worst luck hunting. I would go, I, might, I could go like twice a year and I would sit, you know, for two weeks and nothing. Nothing. Or I would, yeah, you know, my dad would only let me shoot a smooth bore 410 and I would shoot, you know, Smoothboard 410 with a slug, you, it's hard to kill a deer with one. Yeah. And, Out of, uh, outside of 18 yards. Yeah. Yeah. You have to wait till they get on top of you. And But since I've been an adult, I've had a very, the Lord has blessed me in the hunting. And not, I'm not a, I'm not a huge, you know me. Yeah. I haven't done a lot of it, but when I do go, I kill. Sure. You do. And I do not. You do not very often at all, no. <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> you know, look, Robbie. They are hunters and they are gatherers. <laughs> we need berry pickers, man. We need berry pickers. And Robbie, you just so happen to be very good at berry picking. My favorite one is, can I tell the story? Sure, go ahead. In Texas with Mike Axelrod. Mm-hmm. And we we're shooting hogs. Exactly. Again, and we yep. had a nice herd and we both laid down on the prone. And we both picked out our little pig. That's right. And you said you were all you're like, on the count of three, we will discharge our weapons and harvest these beasts <laughs> i was like all right count three right he's like yeah i'm gonna count to three i was like okay count to three and in the marine corps you pull the trigger on the th of three see so this pff, is unlo- one two and then you, you knowledge shoot. that i needed well when do you pull the trigger on three at the end of three yeah at the end th- of this the word three. One, two, three, boom well, I was one, two, three, got one. And you're just laying there. And the video is so funny because then another one runs and I look over at you. I'm like, did you, sh-? like, what, what, what was that? And that's how I felt. It kind of did that this morning, too. That's I was, true. I, I killed two this morning though, and you, you didn't even pull the trigger. Correct. Very sad. It's the pressure. <laughs> it's the immense pressure I feel when I go hunting. That's all right. We need berry pickers. Yep. That's me. But I strive to be a hunter. One day I'll be a hunter. <laughs> One day I'll be as good a hunter as you are. No, I'm not. I'm just skilled and blessed. Yeah. I don't know. This is, this is behind the scenes, man. This is what we do. I bust his balls relentlessly. Relentlessly all day long for those who, uh, you know, one of the things, one of the... Uh, criticisms we have received at blood origins is that we're way too serious and when you when they say we it's like all the fingers are pointing at you because right. i'm not serious on any level ever that's correct on the platform we are way too serious <laughs> so this is my trying to let the world see that you're i can be fun i can, I can be fun i can be fun right but it's serious business to me it is it is, and you do good work at it. I have to say something nice about you, or you might, might not hire me on the next trip. Yes, I like it a lot. Well, I think that that, uh, that wraps it up from a, a sort of behind-the-scenes perspective. Uh, as I said, we're going to get in the stand this afternoon with Mandy, and we'll do it again tomorrow, and we'll record her interview and do a podcast with her, and we'll get back on the road and 
we'll do our road worrying back 12 hours for me and 14 for you or 15 for you, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's just what we do. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. All right, let's go do it. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting. Join Waypoint TV and LG channels in celebrating Great Outdoors Month, presented by Battery Tender. Tune in every Tuesday and Sunday in June, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, channel 109 on your LG Smart TV. You can also watch Waypoint TV at lgchannels.com. Watch Waypoint TV's Great Outdoors Month celebration presented by Battery Tender every Tuesday in June from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Join us for land management tips, family hunts, and conservation-centric films as we show our appreciation for the great outdoors.